Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back. My name's Dave. I'm Matt. And we are... Rup Your Radio. That's right. And we are here today in Matt's kitchen. Yep. Surrounded by plants. Yep. Uh, It's winter, and uh, these things need sun, and there's no windows in my house that get any direct sunlight, so this is where they get the most. Yeah. From the kitchen window? Yeah. That's why the shades are parted? Yep. Always. Yeah. I am Beyonce. (laughs) Always. Um... All right, we're here today. Um, I have a nice little load with me uh, that I got in Detroit. In Detroit? Yeah, back in August. Yeah, August, right? Yeah, it's been a while. Yeah, it was, it's been a while. So back in August, I went to Detroit uh, and Ohio for uh, an in-laws trip with my brother and sister-in-law, and it was a blast. We did a lot of things. We, so we flew into Detroit. We rented a Camaro SS. Oh, jealous. Yeah, it was pretty, <laughs> that's pretty crazy. That's uh, that's like kind of a almost dream car. Yeah? I don't fit in them, so. Uh, it's really hard to, yeah, you're right. No, I think you could if no one sat in the back seat. I've been in one Camaro before, and I didn't fit. What Was it older? No, it was a relatively new one. Okay. Yeah, could uh, be. I also don't fit in Dodge Vipers. Oh, Found that out. I love those cars. Uh, don't fit in Mustangs. You're too tall. Yeah. So uh, sports cars are, you know, muscle cars are kind of out of the question. Yeah, I get it. It's Super cars, I bet, are too. Yeah. Exotics, whatever. Yeah, whatever. Doesn't matter. Yeah. I won't I'm fit. sorry. <laughs> well, we drove the speed limit the entire time we had that car. Oh, I'm sure you did. <laughs> we just uh, off air got done talking about <laughs> how much I like to drive fast. So yeah. <laughs> we drove the speed limit the entire time. <laughs> And you should, too. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> what if you ever need any tips? Anyways, while in Ohio. Um, so we went to Detroit. We stayed overnight. And I'm, trying, I'm really trying to rack my brain. Okay. We went down, back down to Bowling Green, Ohio, where I went to grad school. Mm-hmm. Um, checked it out. Had some uh, amazing Campus, campus Poly Eyes is this restaurant, a pizza place. But they make stuffed breadsticks. Ooh. Yeah, it's like this amazing dough stuffed with whatever pizza toppings and cheese. Dear mother. <laughs> Speaking of mother, happy birthday, mom. Yeah, happy birthday, mom. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, anyways, they're so good. Dip them in their house-made ranch. Oh, sweet Mona Lisa. <laughs> it was unreal. So anyway, so it was really good. Saw some friends down there and... Uh, Drove the speed limit. We went to Cedar Point. Yeah. Oh, did so you fun. ride Top Thrill? Tra- Top Thrill Dragster, we did. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it was the first one we rode. Uh, Millennium Falcon? Or maybe... Wait, wait. No, no, no. I'm sorry. We didn't ride Top Thrill Dragster. It oh, was boy. closed that day. What? Yeah. Ugh. For maintenance. So we were we were really bummed. We were going to stand in line, but we didn't. Millennium Force. Yeah, Millennium Force. That's I the said one. Falcon. That's fine. I get it. Watching Star Wars. Whatever. I have been too for the first time <laughs> in my life. I'm, I'm partway through the third one. So like the original three. Yeah. So you're Episode Return of the Jedi. Yeah, Return of the Jedi. Mm-hmm. Luke's lost his hand. He has already lost his hand. Yeah, yeah that was the second one. Yep. Spoiler alert. Spoiler. <laughs> Anyways, he just found out that he has kissed his sister. There's excellent memes revolving around that, but that's neither here nor there. All right. That's Uh. a different podcast. (laughs) Um, So Millennium Force. Yes, we rode that one. Yeah. There was another one, a newer one, I want to say, that we we were on. And uh, my brother-in-law, Zach, passed out. Uh, What kind of ride was it? Was it stand-up? Wait, wait, wait. No. Is Millennium Force is the tallest one, right? Uh, that one's 310 feet, if I remember right. Top Thrill Dragster is 420. Okay. So Millennium Force, that's the one that Zach passed out on. Because <laughs> nice. um, we had gone on a few others. That was This was the third one we rode, I think. Yeah. And Zach, as we're going up, he is sitting in front of me to the right, and Savannah's, my sister-in-law, is sitting to the left of me in, yeah. in front of me. And as we're going up, I've been on this one before. When I was in grad school, we came out and went and... And Zach's like, is this one tall, Dave? Because he gets really scared. All out of, like, He's not scared, and then all of a sudden he's super scared. So I'm like, yeah, I mean, it's pretty tall. Yeah, it's, I remember yeah. it. And I'm not telling him that Like, when you get to the top 
and you kind of hang like upside down and you can just see um uh is it which lake is it? Is that it's lake michigan uh lake erie. michigan no it's not michigan oh no is it erie yeah, it must be erie yeah or huron it's, it doesn't it's, matter it's a it's a great lake erie yeah so you just look out over at lake erie and there's like you realize how high you are and you're like oh no <laughs> so as we're going up this giant incline zach's just like dave Dave, we're taller than all of the other ones. This is the tallest one in the park. Why didn't you tell me this was the tallest one in the park? <laughs> Just laughing. And all of us, we go over the first like big thing and maybe another one. And all of a sudden, Zach passes out and he's just flopping around. <laughs> It was amazing. And Savannah and I just look at each other like, oh, my God, what's going on? Oh, no. Do we do we try to like, no, nah, we'll just let him go. And he's flopping and we're dying. And then we so we cut. That's when we come down at the bottom of the of the hit of the decline of the drop. Yeah. yeah. And and you're going up, you know, all the blood and everything. Yeah. And then it, it like evens out and he comes to and just arms straight up in the air. Woo! <laughs> he had no clue that he passed out. And we're dying. I don't even remember the rest of the ride because I was. We were just laughing too hard, in like astonished. Yep. So we get to the end and we have to like get it together and tell him like you passed out for a long time, <laughs> a long time. So, oh my goodness, it was one of the most memorable parts of the trip. That, that's. That's an excellent ride. <laughs> yes. I can't wait to go on another large roller coaster with him again. Yeah. I kind of want to see this. <laughs> yeah. Just pass out. It was so good. Oh, wow. my. So, yeah. So, that was part of our trip to Detroit and Ohio. That yeah. was why we went out there was to go to this park. We only got to ride like four or five roller coasters, four roller coasters the entire day. Oh, that's the lines, a bummer. Yeah. The lines were crazy. It was the last weekend they were open, I think. Always get the fast pass. I know. Always. I know. I mean, if you're if you're spending like sixty bucks to get into the park in the first place, it's true. Spend an extra thirty so you can actually ride the things in there. It's true. I know. So I know. <sighs> Whatever. It was fine. You gotta live life. Yeah, it was a good time. <laughs> um, so while we were out there, I just kind of I kind of found out some more like rippier stuff that mm-hmm. I hadn't heard while I lived out there. Because when I lived out there is when I you know we talked about it in episode one. Yep. When I like kind of developed my love for Rupier and started to get into it. So I didn't really know that many spots out there for Rupier and Soda. So it was kind of cool to then explore some spots. Yeah. Um, and they had to do that with me, which was great. Suckers. <laughs> um, now I'm really, I'm like, I'm trying to rack my brain. I think I want to say it was like our first or second day in Detroit that we, that we went and met up with Jeremy mm-hmm. from Soda Pop Rose, which yeah. is, um, if you if you are on Facebook or Instagram or Twitter, go ahead and find them at Soda Pop Rose. I'm pretty, yeah, I think that, yep. So Facebook, Soda Pop Rose, B-R-O-S. Um, <laughs> Jeremy had reached out to us on our Instagram via Soda Pop Rose <laughs> and said, if you uh, ever need any Canadian root beer, let him know. I said you met up with him in Windsor then. No. no. So I didn't go to Windsor because Savannah didn't have her passport. Oh boy. Yep. So we didn't go over to Canada. Um, but he came across cause apparently it's super easy if you like live there. Yeah. So I'd he, imagine. Yeah. He lives in Windsor. And so he just popped across the border. Um, and we met up at a brewery and for the life of me, I can't remember what the brewery was called. Yeah. I couldn't tell you. I don't know Detroit very well. I know you don't. <laughs> but he had heard about this one having root beer, and so we tried it, and the root beer was, it was fine. It wasn't spectacular, but neither of us were super impressed. Um, but we did work out a deal. We traded root beers. So I brought him a bunch of Minnesotan root beers, um, including some Northern Soda Company, some North Star, some... Uh, Bring Whistler? No, I didn't mm-hmm. have any Whistler. I didn't have enough time. Um, what else did I bring him? I tried to bring him Iron Horse, but I couldn't find it anywhere. I brought him some Killebrew. Oh, and I brought him originally two bottles of um, Spring Grove root beer. You know, yeah. solid. It's a hearty root beer. Yeah, 
that's that's a solid choice no matter what way you go yeah and so i actually went ahead and wrapped all of my bottles that i was bringing with my clothes so that they were mm-hmm. nice and protected in yep. my in my case so that when i you know when they put it on the plane it was it was fine well tsa <laughs> rightfully thinking they were bombs or something <laughs> inspected my bag and did not separate the glass bottles instead left them in a pile thanks tsa yeah msp yeah they're great so when i opened my suitcase in detroit on the first night to grab my jams <laughs> my pajamas <laughs> Um, I found that one of the Spring Grove bottles had shattered. Um, you could check out my Instagram or my Twitter page about that one. Uh, and there were glass shards and root beer in all of my clothes, like glass shards <laughs> in all of my socks. And you know that glass shards probably aren't coming out of those socks. Right. Even if I wash them. Yeah. So I had to throw almost all of my clothes away. <laughs> I like my shorts made it. I had a pair of gym shorts that were fine and the clothes I was wearing and like my sweatshirt because it was in my backpack. Yeah. So normally you can get away with wrapping your stuff in a t-shirt like or like in clothes like that. But if the uh, security is going to screw with it. Yeah. All bets are off. Well, like if you're going to do that, you know what's going to happen if you put all those glass bottles on top of each other. Mm -hmm. Be a human being. Yeah. They're not paid to be. No. <laughs> I just it was very frustrating. And then when I tweeted at TSA, they were not helpful. Of course not. Of course Why would they be? Not. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, I actually just heard something on the radio on my way here about Carly Zucker, married to Jason Zucker of the Minnesota Wild. You oh, yeah. may know her as Carly Applin, Joe Applin's no older kidding. sister. No kidding. Yeah. Who we Joe Applin we went to seventh yeah. grade with. Yeah. Yeah, I remember. <laughs> so <laughs> that's his older sister. She has a radio show on KFAN. 100.3 um and i oh, what is it called overtime or something with okay carly zucker um she was talking about a story when she first flew with her firstborn out to vegas because that's where jason's from um and tsa pulled the i think her formula or breast milk out of her her bag and threw it away and so she got on the flight and her baby's crying and she oh boy. opens her bag and there's nothing Oh boy. Yeah, I like my heart sank. I have never felt so much for a story. And yeah. I didn't I didn't realize I could feel that way until I became a parent. <laughs> it's unreal. And I was like, "Oh my goodness." But she said she made it. So, anyways, yeah. So we're on so many tangents right now. Yeah. And you are so tired. I am I am like on the verge of passing out. It's 10 p.m., Matt. Yeah, well, <laughs> You know, you get old. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> that's very true. All right, we'll get to some root beer. I suppose we should probably, st- you know, we're, this is a lot of time that people are just listening to us talk. All right. Anyways. I this was root beer radio. <laughs> <laughs> so I met up with Jeremy, um, and we had some, it was pretty good, like brick, uh, brick oven pizza. Okay. Um, and then we traded our root beers. I gave him, you know, those Minnesotan root beers. Mm-hmm. He gave me some uh, Detroit area and Canadian root beers. And I'm very excited about it. I am excited too. Yes. So I brought those today for us to sample. <sighs> okay. Let's go ahead. I'm gonna let's go. do it. So the first one we're not gonna drink okay. today, um, because if you recall back to our Rip Your Radio live mm-hmm. from my birthday party, the Rip Your Party. <laughs> yes. Um, okay. You forget. Do you remember that time that I was handed a bottle and told to just chug it? Oh, yeah. I don't like chugging root beer. That doesn't make sense to me. I like to enjoy it. Yep. You know, like we were talking about earlier. So <laughs> this is why I didn't want to chug that. I wanted to save it for the podcast because he gave me a Canadian A&W, which oh, I have boy. been after for a long time. That is a nice looking bottle. Yeah, it is. It's a beautiful bottle. Look at that. Look at the neck. Yeah. that. I mean, like, why don't they have that here in the States? Agreed. Um so they also, in this one, use a natural cane sugar. We should post a picture of that on the, yeah. on the Instagram. My favorite about all these bottles is that it's both English and French on everything. Oh. Like even when it says since 1919. Yeah, that, that is really nice. Depuy. <laughs> I don't know if I said that right. You probably did. I don't know. We're Americans. We don't have to be. <laughs> that's <laughs> so <we're>, true. <laughs> uh, you don't have to know if we're wrong. Um, I want to say that like it's. It's a different. It's a different recipe, 
Um, it's made by, you know, someone else, obviously. And there's yeah. different like restrictions in Canada. Exactly. So yeah. it's a different recipe. It almost looks clearer, doesn't it? Yeah, it's or like it, it definitely thin. does have that like dark caramel color, but you can see through it, uh, which I don't think you can do for a lot of uh, uh, rippiers here in the states. Like no. we, I, so I picked up some caramel color yeah. for making rippiers now, and like a small drop will <laughs> definitely stain whatever you're yeah. trying to make with it. It's crazy. So like because rippier is not naturally a dark brown, everybody. Yeah, it's like if you use like natural ingredients like uh, sassafras root bark mm-hmm. or whatever, it's going to come out to be like a light brown. Yeah, like and a dark golden yeah. brown. And, but if you add like even a couple drops of caramel color, mm-hmm. suddenly it's like black as night. Right, right. <laughs> Which is like, it's crazy that that's what people are used to. Yeah. And if like a lot of them, the real sodas like out on the market right now mm-hmm. didn't color their sodas, it would be clear because all they use are these clear syrups. That's, exactly. That's all that that they're using to make it. So, mm-hmm. there's there's very little that's going to have like a natural color that's going to come out as very vibrant. Right. So it's all going to be colored. Right. Uh, with something with a dye of some sort. Yeah. So, but, but I'm going to be honest. Like, maybe it was just that one New York seltzer that that ruined <laughs> my soul. Um, but I don't know that I could drink a clear root beer. I wouldn't trust it initially. No, <laughs> I'll put it that way. But we know the see, we know like the behind the scenes. Like, yeah, that's how it's supposed to look without food coloring. Yeah. All right. Even even then, even I still then, wouldn't trust it. That's true. <laughs> All right. So this next one is one that I've had before, but it's been a long time, and I don't know um, if I have the if I I don't know if they make like a, a U.S. label and a Canadian label, but this is by the Pop Shop, which is, uh, yeah, it's a soda company. Out of Canada, um, I'm trying to remember where they are from. They're like from Ontario. Are they from no Quebec? From Quebec, that explains why there's also French on the label. Oh no no no! Excuse me. No, I'm I'm sorry. It's from they're from Stony Creek, Ontario. Oh, okay. Beverage World Inc. Cane sugar, uh, sucre de cana. Oh, okay. I can't speak French. I'm no, not going to try. Neither you took German in high school. Yeah, I took Spanish. <laughs> And we're so, from central Minnesota, so. Central Minnesota. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh. Yep. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Cebu play. I don't know. Sorry, yeah. Madame Louise. We tried in seventh grade exploratory. Un de toi. Qui. Yeah. yeah. It was like, what, two and a half months, maybe? Yeah, one French. trimester. One trimester of yeah. French. I liked that though because we got yeah. to try French, German, and Spanish and decide which we liked best. Yeah, I stuck with German. I stuck with Spanish. Yeah, and it worked out. Okay, here we go. No Wait, one, no one took French. <laughs> oh, there were like six kids in the school. Because <laughs> you're going to Germany. Yeah, we're we're planning going to Germany in November. Excellent. Yeah, be uh, it'll be a fun trip. And we're going to we're planning on going to Mexico next year. Oh, Look yeah. at us. Look we at made us. the right choice. <laughs> All right, here we go. So this is the pop shop. Rip here. Depuis, 1969. Oh, look at that. Ooh, it's a fizzy one. I mean, that came through beautifully on the mic. Yeah, and, you know, these all came. I, these were on a flight home, and they didn't break. Weird. Yeah, it's like they used better quality glass or something. Or, <laughs> you know, the... Or the Canadian... Uh, or actually, no, you didn't fly out of Canada. Detroit. Or Detroit. You know, who, who would have thought that Detroit would handle your bags better? I would have. I love Detroit, man. <laughs> All right. No head, but it seems real fizzy. Yeah. Mmm. Smells sweet. Of course, it's a root beer, duh. <laughs> but you get a strong wintergreen note on the nose. Yeah. Like, that's, that's very upfront. Not, that's not hiding in the background at all. I taste lots of cane sugar. Yeah. That's what, that's what hits me like most. Yeah. That's that. So it's a lot of wintergreen in the nose, but for flavor wise, it is very much like sugar forward. Yep. Um, there's not a whole lot on the finish. Yeah. I, I, what I love about this podcast is that we're talking about a rope years, like how a lot of people would talk about wine and, uh, 
that was that was one of my main goals. <laughs> that tickles my fancy quite a bit. <laughs> the mouth peel is very feel is very creamy. Yeah, it like it foams up in your mouth. It's nice. Yeah, it, and lingers. Yeah. Do you have to? Do you have to? Do you have to let it linger? Do you know how many people listening at home of the six people listening <laughs> um, did the exact same thing that I just did? Probably two. Probably two of the six. Yeah. Rest in peace. <laughs> she she died like a couple of years ago, didn't yeah, she? she? I think so. Like last year. Yeah. Huh. Wait, who was that? Was that Cranberries? Yeah. Cranberries. Yeah. She was like 46. Yeah. R.I.P. R.I.P. I'm, I'm halfway there. A toast. No, I'm actually two thirds of the way there. We're, we're two thirds of the way. How old do you think you are? I don't know. I'm tired. <laughs> <laughs> We are no longer 21 and a half, Matt. <laughs> I can pretend. <laughs> Amen. Smooth. Yeah. Smooth. But I don't know. It's, there's, it's so sugar forward that I don't think I could drink a lot of those in right. one sitting, which, like I said earlier, I don't want to do that. I just want to enjoy a root beer. I just want to enjoy this bottle a little bit more. Yeah, there's it's a, a great nice bottle. little Canadian leaf uh, with these since 1969. Yeah. Depuis. Depuis. Um, God, I hope we're saying that right. Did Actually, we? I hope we're saying it wrong. Yeah, I hope we. I hope we're saying it just wrong enough that we're upsetting people. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I really hope for. Uh, yeah, this it. is a really nice looking bottle. Yeah, it is. It's it's really nice. So nice job, pop sh- pop shop. Yeah. Oh, shop is spelled S H O P P E. Everybody, like the old English. That's right. They also have a social media that you can follow as well. Um, I'll link all of these to. The arc, what is it called? Our Facebook? No. <laughs> In the podcast, the uh, description. There it is. Whoo. I guess it's getting late for me, too. All right, Matt. Yep, we're old. My hand is in the cooler bag, and I don't, I'm not looking at which ones I'm grabbing. Actually, I should, because I don't want to. There's certain ones I want to do at a certain time. Okay. Okay. All right. It's a nice 31 bag that I got from my brother. Save that one a little bit. Oh, that one is intriguing. What's this one? Gosh. All right. So that, look, you know what? Here we go. All right. Okay. There's a couple. Okay. All right. Oh, I forgot. I have that one. Oh, I have so many ice bags. <laughs> the people at home are like, what is going on? These guys just talk. <laughs> and I said, you knew this. Coming into the okay, <laughs> there are so many bottles in here. I shoved this one in. Yeah, I don't want that one. <sighs> okay, so this one, I don't know if you've had it before in your life. This is a Detroit root beer. Probably not then. And I'll tell you off air a little bit of the backstory as well, about this one as well. So this is an old school, like been there forever. It's a staple of the Detroit soda community. Um, this is a town club root beer. Have you had this one? No, I have not. They do have Town Club at Blue Sun here in uh, Minnesota. Okay. And uh, I was talking to Jeff, who no longer works there. Um, yeah, you didn't know that? No, I didn't. Yeah, he runs uh, Legacy Toys. He just okay. opened up a new location in the Mall of America. Oh. So um, anyway, so Jeff was saying that like this is the best bang for the buck because it's the same price as all the other uh, other all the other bottles, but it's sixteen fluid ounces, so it's bigger. Okay. Um, and it's a, he really enjoyed it, so. Whenever the kids would come in after school to get some soda, he would suggest this one because more root beer, same price. Yeah. Um, Jeremy was telling me all about uh, the Town Club Beverage Corporation, um, and he actually also offered to try to get us a tour okay. of Town Club as well as Verner's. Oh, yeah. Ginger I lo- ale. I love their ginger beer. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So maybe next time we're there, mm-hmm. if we go there, that'd be great. Yeah. Um, so this one's also made with pure cane sugar, Town Club. Uh, my first experience with Town Club, I bought a bottle and I brought it up to Shell Lake Art Center where I teach uh, at the concert band camp over the summers. And I was walking through the office with it. I was headed for, so I did auditions for my saxophone groups. And I was walking from the fridge yeah, in the office, like in the back room, to my car so I could go to my cabin, put it in the fridge so I could enjoy it. The cardboard soda holder Ooh. broke because it was so humid. 
<laughs> and this town club root beer bottle shattered all over the floor, <laughs> everywhere. 16 fluid ounces everywhere oh and glass. God. I felt horrible. I had to clean it up. And that was really when the, the staff at Shelly Art Center... <laughs> understood how much it meant to me (laughs) i think you can look back on our social media and find the picture and it's very sad and black and white um that's one of my favorite posts yeah so then it took it took me a long time after that to finally like get my hands on another bottle and try it again so but this one jeremy gave to me and it's been a long time since i've had it so i'm excited yeah this has a twist off and like reseal reclosable cap on it that's fairly unique. It is. It is. Didn't break the seal. Okay. <laughs> okay. All right. When I opened it, it had a nice creamy head on it. Yeah. It lasts for a little bit, but it dissipates pretty quick. Yeah. Ooh, that's almost got like a spearmint kind of note. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Yeah, it's not exactly a wintergreen. That one, too, froths up in your mouth. Yeah. Hmm. Mm-hmm. I like it. Mm-hmm. There's, uh, I'm trying to put my finger on the profile. It's. Cinnamon? Yeah, there's some of that. A little bit. I'm going to do that awful thing that wine people do. Right. I'm just going to keep spinning it in my glass, even though it doesn't do anything. <laughs> I can't I can't see the amount of sugar in it or carbonation. <laughs> yeah, the legs on it are... Uh... <laughs> I'm going to die. Uh, no, it's got the... What there's, there's vanilla there, too. It's yeah. just not super powerful. Mm-hmm. Caramel-y? It almost tastes... Ca- for, for me, I'm mostly getting that, that spearmint vanilla. Yeah. Um, slight spice on the finish, but... Mm-hmm. Does it leave your tongue dry as well? A little bit. My tongue's a little dry. Mm. It's all right. What would this pair well with? Uh... That's the fun. That's the hard thing with uh, sweet things mm-hmm. is that it it can be difficult to pair it with anything that's not also sweet. Right. Um, Why when, not salty? Yeah, maybe salty pretzels. Salty and sweet pretzels, I suppose. Cheese. Yeah, if you had like a kind of a sharp cheddar, oh, yeah. maybe it'll be a smoky cheddar. Ooh, yeah, a smoky gouda. Okay. All right. <laughs> All right. Uh, Oof. Go to the store <laughs> right now. <laughs> Jubilee's open how many hours a day? I think they're open until midnight. Well, I'm going to High V after this anyway. So uh, they're open all the time. Oh, all right. Yeah, it wasn't I like that one? Yeah, yeah. Nice work, Detroit. Yeah, that's like a. It's a five out of seven. Yeah, you know Detroit. Not only they come out of Town Club, five out of seven, five. Why would you want a seven, Matt? <laughs> you just laid that one out there and walked away. <laughs> just like laughing to yourself, and I just I it took me a second. Uh, um, not only has Detroit put out a pretty good root beer, but they also gave us Kid Rock. So, uh, should I be mad about that one? <laughs> I'm kidding, I'm kidding. Don't say that. People from Detroit get really offended. <laughs> I know. They're very proud. Be the same thing like uh, about people with Prince here. Oh, that's true. Yeah. Um, no, it's completely different because Prince is amazing. <laughs> he because Prince didn't put out uh, that song about Sweet Home Alabama all summer long. Oh my God! Yeah, I remember that one. Yeah. Yep, okay. Yeah, I can't forget that one. Oh God. I know. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> whatever. But they also gave us. Um, Jack White, right? Isn't that where Jack White lives? The White Stripes? Yeah, yeah White Stripes. Thank God. Thank you, Detroit. Mm-hmm. All right. This next one, <laughs> Jeremy was really interested in me having you try this. Okay. Um, actually, two of them he's really interested in me having you try. The one I've already tried. 
So I'm pretty excited about it. I didn't tell you about this one. I had heard about this one on various social media posts that I've seen throughout. Um, have you ever heard of Kroger? Oh, of course. Yeah. Kroger's a grocery store yep. chain out, out in that area of the so-called Midwest. Mm-hmm. I don't consider Ohio the Midwest. Yeah. There was... Uh Went to a couple of Kroger's in Nashville when I was there briefly. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, it's it's around. Yeah, there were Kroger's and Myers in Bowling Green where I lived. There was one of each, and we were a Meyer kind of fam because it was closer to our house. Fun fact: uh, my great great uncle, my grandpa's brother, yeah. not my grandpa's cousin or brother. Eh? Anyway, uh, was the president of Meyer really for quite a while? Wow. Um. I think he's dead now. Okay, yeah. Do <laughs> it. It's been a while. Uh, cool, cool dude. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. You know, my favorite part about Meyer was they had this like rack where they would put like the fruits and vegetables that were about to expire, mm-hmm. just dirt cheap. Yeah. So you go there and you're like, heck yeah, I could eat these apples tonight mm-hmm. and pay three cents, not three cents, but like twenty cents for them. Yeah. Yeah, it was sweet. Yeah, pretty much giving away at cost. And yeah. Thanks, Meyer. Yeah. Yeah. I always had the best greeters, too. Very good. Yeah. For the Bowling Green listeners, they might, they'll might they understand that reference. No one else will. All right, anyway, so yeah. this is a Kroger find. So I, we stopped at a Kroger south of Detroit. Okay. I ran in. It was, uh, it was hectic. There were not enough cashiers. It was ridiculous. Yeah. But I found these bad boys. Okay. I'm I excited. I found like a... A weird, I don't even remember what it was, hibiscus, um, lavender hibiscus soda. It was horrible. I poured it down the drain. Anyway, so this is a Kroger find. This is from the Private Selection, Kroger brand, creamy ginger root beer, naturally flavored, enhanced with a touch of creamy ginger flavor with a smooth finish. Made with real cane sugar. Look at the creamy oh, ginger. Look at that. Look at the label. I was immediately like, oh, "Dang, that looks pretty nice." Yeah. The private selection journey rewards your sense of good taste, inspired by food artisans and crafted with authentic ingredients and tantalizing recipes. Each private selection offering is sure to feed your passion for gourmet foods. Okay. The first thing I notice about this bottle is that the root beer inside is very. Definitely clear. Yes. Like it's a brown bottle and I can see straight through it with no change in hue. It's unbelievable. Is is this a clear root beer? I don't know. I didn't okay. really look at it. Because it but definitely it's very appear- you can see straight through it. Yeah. yeah, there's no way that it's like it's unreal. Darker than a slight brown. Um it says carbon ingredients are carbonated water, cane sugar, natural flavor, citric acid, and caramel color. So there is supposedly color in it. Yeah. Um, I'll believe it when I see it. <laughs> <laughs> Yikes. Also, here's the concerning part. Total sugar, only 36 grams. Okay, that's a little light on, uh, on the is, light side. Because if we look at this A&W bottle here. Can say like 42? Actually, it's 37. Okay. But this is a Canadian. That's Canadian. Okay. Okay. Uh, let's... Uh, Town Club. Town Club. What are we sitting at? 16 ounces? 16 Ooh. ounces. Oh, two servings. That's where it's going to get. Yeah. Okay. So there'd be 50 grams of sugar. In this one, so actually, that's it. That's par for the course. Yeah, for so. Yep. So the sugar's not the too pop light. Shop? Pop shop is gonna look at. Uh, let's see here. That's <laughs> forty six. Forty six. Forty six grams for the same volume. Yeah, forties is usually like pretty. Yeah, that's pretty common. Pretty standard. Yeah. So thirty six is a little light. We'll see. All right. So since it's been a little bit, I'm gonna invert it and you know do a little twisty stuff, like I saw when they. Mm-hmm. They bought anyways. All right. Here we go. Oops. Ooh. Nice pop. It's slow to fizz up. Will you smell that, please? What do you smell? Ginger. Straight ginger. It smells like yeah. a ginger beer. Yep. That creamy ginger is kind of a very interesting way to describe something because when I think of ginger, I think sharp. Right. There is literally no no head. Yeah. No, no head, and it's like it's golden. It looks like a golden syrup. Yeah. Yeah. Smells like ginger beer. So it's golden. Yeah. 
a little sharp in the nose. That's fine. I mean, you expect that with ginger. I remember this now. I tasted it. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Uh, my response is the fir- at first laugh. That's not a good thing. That was a smooth finish. Sure uh, was. was. <laughs> <laughs> it, oh, God. <laughs> oh. So at first it tastes like a ginger beer. And then it hits you with this nasty, bitter flavor. Yeah. It's, and it's um, oof. It, it kind of tastes like they left the skin on the ginger root yep. when they, if they added it at all. Yeah. But I would never. Well, I, ginger is a root, so you can get away calling this a, a root beer. But I wouldn't. <laughs> this is horrible. Yeah, this this just syrup. It tastes like pure syrup. Tastes like a ginger syrup. Because once once you get it out of the bottle, and like even when we open the bottle, there's not much carbonation in that. No, and this is the sort of thing that you I could see being added as a flavoring thing. Like if you mix this into a cocktail, sure, sure, great, sure, uh, on its own, right? No thanks. No. And the private selection, you know, ma- you know, food artisans, yeah. you know, Man, these. Uh, this is crafted with authentic ingredients and tantalizing recipes. Yeah, I don't. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's uh, all marketing uh, marketing nonsense. Oh, thanks, Jeremy. For I mean, like I could possibly see uh, adding this to the whiskey. Yeah. Uh, really? Do you want to ruin whiskey? I'm not going to ruin my whiskey. <laughs> <laughs> oh goodness. Well, oh, God, yeah, we don't have anything to pour into. Why did I give myself? This is the big. This is the biggest glass I've poured. I don't know. And man. I knew. Oh God. Okay, here we go. So it kind of tastes. So to me, it kind of tastes like a diet soda that was just bad. Yeah, um, it's gone flat. Yeah, it's gone flat. Mm-hmm. Um, like the, like one of those new like kind of. What am I trying to say? Kind of like a, a trendy diet soda like a, that it's not using actual like artificial sweetener that, yeah, would actually provide sweetness. It's more of a. Oh, this is just not going to taste like flat out harsh. Using like, um, you know, not honey, but like, like Trulia agave, or something. Agave. Or, yeah, like agave syrup. Yeah, you know, like, yeah. or we're going to use something kind of weird and unique as the right. sweetening agent. And then, like, oh, that sweetener, there's a reason why people don't use it. Right. <laughs> Sweetened with dragon fruit. Yeah. You know, just not common because it's, it's bad. Right. All right, but so it sounds it sounds sexy. It does. It really does. Creamy ginger up here, <laughs> with a touch of creamy ginger flavor, and a smooth finish. I don't know how you can get away with calling it creamy ginger because creamy and ginger are two things that would never go together. That's true. Like, and that's not creamy one bit. No, that's like flat out sharp. Yikes! <laughs> yeah. All right. All right. Yikes. What else do we got? <laughs> oh, my money back. All right. Um, let's jump to... All right. I got two more from my trip out east. I don't know. Yeah, it's, it's east. To the weird... I know what it is. To the, to the mid-east. Yeah. <laughs> Middle east. That's what... Yeah, that's what Nick calls it. Nick Kikanap. He went to school there, too. The Middle East. Yeah, shout out to Nick. <laughs> the Middle East. That's <laughs> so good. All right. How so long was your tour in the Middle East? <laughs> mine was two years. I went back for a few days, though. Um, which, all right, now do we want to try, should we try the other weird one or you want to try the yeah, one? Let's that, do the, let's do another weird one. All right, let's do another weird one. I think this is the weird one he told me about. So this kind of a cool looking bottle. Yeah. That's like eighties retro kind of Brio Chinoto. Ooh. I don't know. It's a, I don't remember what he, I, I, I don't remember anything about what he told me about this one. Brio, check out the ingredients and stuff. All right. Ingredients, carbonated water, liquid invert sugar. Yeah. Ooh, that's... I can't remember the last time I had a, a soda with inverted sugar. Okay, so let me rephrase that. Liquid invert sugar and or glucose fructose. That's that's, that's the same thing, right? I don't know. I think that's the same thing. But we've seen that as well. We've seen... No, it can't be. It can't be and or we, and be the same thing. We've seen that on bottles before where it says and or cane sugar. Huh, yeah. weird. 
Yeah, we saw one that said high fructose corn syrup and or cane sugar. And I was very frustrated. I was like, what does that mean? How can you how can you get away with that? Yeah, like if someone had like a corn allergy, there's yeah. no way that they could get a, uh, whatever. Shout out to Amanda. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I am so sorry that she has those intensive allergies. Yeah. Hey, what are you allergic to? I'm allergic to corn, soy, <laughs> potatoes. So you can't eat anything. Right. It's horrible. <laughs> uh, caramel color, natural flavor, phosphoric acid. Ugh. <laughs> uh, sodium benzoate. Okay, so sodium benzoate's a stabilizer. Phosphoric acid. That, I mean, I'm not like totally put off by that, but like citric acid is usually a much nicer um, acidifying agent than anything else. Yeah. Uh, because I think citric acid can lead to some nicer flavors. Like phosphoric acid just flat out lowers pH without providing any other fun bits. Sure. Um, but it also looks like they have the ingredients in French. Drinkbrio.canada. Yeah. No caffeine. Sans caffeine. <laughs> uh, yeah, this is kind of an interesting label. Uh, it's... Um, you know, just flat out red, uh, green, and white, but it definitely seems like something straight out of the eighties. Yeah, well, so here's or, here's what I'm finding out. I've just I just Google I just looked it up a little bit. Brio yep. is the brand. Yep. Um, and Brio is a Canadian variation of uh, Chinoto soft drink, uh, which is a bittersweet flavored carbonated soft drink originating in Italy in the 1930s. Okay. Um, Brio is known to be a sweeter variation of this um Mm. and it was created by three italian immigrants in toronto which is not far no from where i was near windsor um and so the extract the chinoto i think i don't know if i'm saying it right or not chinato chinoto it's imported from italy um but bottled in canada so the extract is okay um yeah, it's popular in Ontario, particularly among Italian immigrants. So, yeah, yeah. Well, let's uh, let's give this a crack. <laughs> I'm very excited about this. Wait, did you mix it? Did you twist it up? I did not. I That's why it didn't pop well. I'm sorry. Why else? Oh, that had a nice rush of carbonation to the top. Though. Sweet. So, Just, yeah, your glass here. Yeah, I got it. Okay. All right. You could hear that on the mic. The mic yeah. picked it up. I was not pouring that near. Oh yeah. So I guess it's some sort of like or it's made with leaves from some sort of orange tree. I think. One of the spices. It smells herbal. Mm-hmm. Um, which is kind of like a style I really enjoy. Um, I think it's more like a cola. Yeah. Oh wow. Oh wow, that is unique. It is very unique. Um, Got real bitter on my tongue. See, I'm not getting bitterness. I it's, it took a second, but it hit my tongue real bitter at the end, like the back of my tongue. I imagine there's bitter orange peel in this. Um, there's certain types of oranges that have. Uh, it's called bitter orange peel, at okay. least in the for brewing purposes. Yeah, uh, but it's not a. I wouldn't describe it as actually bitter. It see to me it's it's bitter. Okay, maybe it is to some people, but uh, this orange orange peel is often used in like uh, Belgian ales or um, kind of like a festive spice spiced beer. Yeah. Um, and it's one of those ingredients that was definitely uh, added to beers and meant for rich people because yeah. before. You know, you can just go down to the grocery store to get oranges. You know, they have to be shipped in from someplace where oranges actually grew. <laughs> right. And survive on a ship for yeah. several months. And so these things were re- really expensive. And so if they were added to a beer, it's like only noble people would drink it. Right. But man, that has such an interesting smell. It does. Um, how do you put, how do I put my finger on it? I can, like, it tastes and smells citrusy, like mm-hmm. orange citrusy. And with mixed with cola, I guess Coca Cola makes a, a kind of it. Fanta, yeah. Chinoto. 
You know, this is going to sound horrible. Yeah. But it's probably going to be the best way I can describe it. If Windex had a brown color to it, this is how I would imagine it would taste. <laughs> I mean, okay. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's probably the best way for me because it's got kind of like a slight Windexy vi- uh, smell to it. Well, kind of. Yeah. Yeah. I'm it not- kind of smells like a cleaner. Sure, sure. Yeah. Yeah, I, mean, I don't know why I defaulted to Windex. But. The citrus. Yeah. That's what it smells like. Yeah. That's what it tastes like. <laughs> Here, kids. <laughs> oh, God. Now, kids, I, I want to find out what it, what this burrito tastes like. I'm going to drink my, my Windex. Okay. Even though it tastes awful, I'm going to keep chugging it. <laughs> I, I just want the experience of this burrito. <laughs> yeah. No, that's, a, that's an interesting one. It really um, is. That is kind of what I would expect from a foreign soda, too. Mm-hmm. You know, like, I think we're really used to really sweet things from, you know, the United States and Mexico. Yeah. Um, but, like, from what I remember when I went to uh, France when I was uh, in my teens, uh, I remember there being a lot of beverages that were just kind of semi-sweet, if yeah. if not off-dry and more of a focusing on flavor than sweetness. For sure. So this this I think would track with uh, more of a European style beverage. Yeah. This is our. I mean, it's Canadian, but yeah. It's but if it, but style. the extract is imported from Canada uh, from Italy, then right. that that tracks. So right. um, it's, it's our first Italian. Yeah. Soda. And you know, if if this is what they're drinking overseas, uh, for a quote unquote root beer, a more bitter version. Yeah. Yeah, and. People saying that root beer tastes like medicine. Yeah, I totally see why. <laughs> yeah, yikes. Yeah, if if that's what people are used to, or something of this know. effect, we that might, that might be part of it. We 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 got to do a foreign episode. Hey, I have some sad news. Oh no, you know that Thames root beer from Germany that I told you was on its way. Yeah, didn't make it. Oh no. Yeah. What happened? She didn't make it in the shipping process. Oh. So. That's on hold. But you're going to Germany. So I am going to Germany. I will look for one. Look for one. Or you know what? Uh, I'll ship back cases. My wife's cousin did. is He ordered it off of uh, the German Amazon to Ooh. his hotel. So <laughs> there's that. I will I will look for it. All right. Perfect. Learn, figure out enough German to work their Amazon page. <laughs> well, I think I can navigate that much at least. Yeah. ist gut. All right. The last rip yeah, here I that I... Have a minor what does that mean? I will not say it on the mic. Okay. All right. <laughs> Woo. How many listeners do we have in Germany, do you think? I don't know, but I think I just said I loaded my pants. Okay. All right. <laughs> Anyways. So this next root beer that I have, I think. This is root beer radio after dark. <laughs> oh, God, it is. Oh, Matt. We got to get you to bed. Okay. <laughs> this one, it looks like it has a picture of Martin Luther King Jr. on the front, but oh, it's boy. not. It's a white man. It's called J.J. Stewart Root Beer. Pay Flavour Mercant. Brewed in small batches on Prince Edward Island. I assume that's, is that Prince Edward or J.J. Stewart? Who's J.J. Stewart? Um, I don't know. All right, can I read this? I'm going to read the side. Yeah. We'll, we'll figure it out. We've got a history of good taste. Our soda is handcrafted the old-fashioned way, just like the soda of our founder, J.J. Stewart, sold in his general store in the early 1900s. Today, his granddaughter carries on the family tradition, making small batches that ensure soda that pops. Oh, that word that I was trying to say? Yeah. Um, P-E-I Canada. I want to say, I don't know, is that like a place? I could not tell you. I couldn't either. Picture of the old <laughs> store. Ingredients. Carbonated water, sugar, natural and artificial flavor, citric acid. Yeah. Right, I, mean, I mean, it's pretty standard. Yeah, it's, it's standard, but, you know, at least they're not defaulting to cheaper stuff. Right. Huh. You want to open this one? Uh... Sure. Go for it. I messed up the last one, so let me redeem myself. Woo! <laughs> nice. 
and it's kind of foaming up in the bottle a little bit. Oh, PEI stands for Prince Edward Island. Yeah, you were right. Why, why didn't I think of that? You did think of that. I well, but Just I didn't guess yourself. I should have realized that when they were all capital letters. Whoa! What? What? That's a strong nutmeg, cinnamon kind of uh, yeah. spice blend in the nose. Oh. Wow! I mean, that's like in your face. Yeah. Mm, so it tickles my nose a little bit. I mean, like that's. That is the most powerful aroma of the any of the ones that we've tried so far. Mm-hmm. Just wait till you taste it. Oh boy. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Hands down, my favorite. Yeah, it's a nice blend. Yeah, there. Yeah, that that takes the cake. Um, it's not crazy sweet. Nope. Uh, it's got the. Uh, wow. It's got kind of that herbal profile that I that I look for. Mm-hmm. This is 341 milliliters, so this is not quite 12 ounces. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's it's got it's got the flavor profile I look for. It's got nice carbonation. It's not too sweet. And my God, does it sing in the nose? Yeah. That's nice. I mean, I want to make a candle out of this. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to keep drinking it. Yeah, this is solid. Nice work, Jeremy. Yeah, that that is uh, yeah. That's seven out of seven. <laughs> Heck yeah! Going off the weird scale again. So this company, JJ Stewart um, Foods, is what they're called. Okay. Um, they so they make this rip here. They also make a Anne of Green Gables lemonade. Yeah, I don't know. Microbrewed lemonade, glass bottles. You know, I want to know why yeah. that they chose a 341 milliliter bottle instead of the standard 12 ounce, because that means they're like, it's like an 11.2 ounce bottle. I'm, I think that's the conversion because there's some beers that are at that 341. Let's see what the 11.53. Okay. So it's a, uh, that's a very weird unit for like if you're uh if you're like in a normal country that uses the metric system which is pretty much every country but the United States right <laughs> uh if you're in a normal country that uses the metric then why would you pick 341 and if you're using the imperial system why would you pick 11.53 ounces <laughs> <laughs> you know like cuz the bottle doesn't look any different than any right. other it's, it's it's so similar in size. Is this like a shrinkflation thing? Yeah. You know where they make the packaging, the product smaller to save on material costs. Except the material costs going into this bottle are going to be so minor. And if they're brewing in small batches, they're not saved on economies of scale. Right. I'm, I'm diving way deeper into this than I need to. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> uh, no, that's that's puzzling to me. Yeah. Well, it's an island. So. Yeah. But. The nutrition facts. So here's where it gets interesting. Per 355 milliliter is what the nutrition's are ba- nutrition facts are based off. But per how many milliliter? Per 355, which is 12 ounces. But the bottle is labeled at 341. Open your eyes, people. <laughs> there's one extra. Well, there's one gram less of sugar in here than they're advertising. Uh, <laughs> Uh, uh, but yeah, 46 grams of sugar, but it doesn't taste like it's extra sweet. <laughs> I feel like we're on ancient aliens. <laughs> You're the guy who's just like, open your eyes, people. <laughs> Every episode, my They're hair becomes there. more and more wild. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so good. <laughs> Every episode we do from here on out, I should be more and more sleep deprived. <laughs> is this? Oh, yeah. It's a shorter bottle than the Brio. You can yeah, see that. It is. But like, it's also wider, right? Than that one? Yeah, it is a little wider. Hmm. All about that base. Hey, that A&W is also 341 milliliter. Get out of town. No. Shut the front door. Check the pop shop one, too. Yeah, that's 341. Pop shop. But is... here it says on the nutrition facts, per 341 milliliter. Huh. Well, the pop shop is 355 milliliters. That's okay. what it says. 
Yeah, that's Ooh. uh, that is such a weird unit of measurement. And the twelve ounce is three hundred and fifty-four milliliters. What is wrong with people? <laughs> the Brio says three fifty-five. There is some sort of weird conspiracy going on here. I'm going to have nightmares tonight. <laughs> I, I'm going to see things while I'm driving home. And it's actually going to be real people who are like, they've found, they know that I know, that we know. <laughs> now they're trying to get me to crash my car on the way home. <laughs> to silence us. Oh my God. Yeah. So if, if you hear this and I have perished, please. Investigate. You, investigate it. You know who to look for. I don't know who to look, who would that be. <laughs> the soda world. Wow. We have to investigate JJ Stewart. Mm-hmm. We're gonna blow his this case. granddaughter. We're gonna blow this case wide open. Woo! This podcast is about investigating the conspiracies <laughs> and controversies surrounding root beer. Yep. You know, maybe that uh, three. No, I guess that doesn't make sense. I was going to just float the idea that because it's a maritime province, <laughs> but it doesn't make A&W. It's the same. It doesn't make I, don't, sense. I don't think there's a logical path out of here. No, and I think we're going to lose our minds trying to <laughs> I think you're right. <laughs> I think you're right. All right. Well, oh, my God. There we go. Thank you so much to Jeremy. Soda Pop Bros. Find him on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. He will respond to you if you send him messages. Yeah. And I would say that the two that he provided uh, that were unique were definitely unique. Yeah, absolutely. You know, I forgot to even like tell you what he's working on. Yeah. And I hope I won't get I won't say too many details. Um, but one of the the main thing the soda pop bros they are going to be putting together some like a, a YouTube television series. Oh, that'll be fun. Based on soda, yeah. His uh, he was telling me a little bit about his soda collection that he has his personal one, mm-hmm. and it's ridiculous. Oh, my God. Yeah. So I'm excited to someday go see it. Um, yeah. So Soda Pop Bros. Yeah. Check it out. Up and coming. I'm excited. Yeah. I, I'm, I'll be happy to look forward to it. You know, so. and this just means that we're international, Matt. Yeah. We're listening to across the globe. There are dozens of us. There are dozens. <laughs> we have one listener in Canada, at least. One listener in Scotland. Yep. Apparently one in Germany. But do, do we? No. Not that was just someone who went he, to He was Germany. traveling. Yeah, yeah okay. he was traveling. Well, let's claim it. <laughs> um, maybe Ilea listens to us in Mexico. Maybe. Although I, I can't say that she does because she... Uh, I don't know. You gave her Bundaberg. Yeah, I, I made her drink that. I thought it I was there funny. with her when she tried it. What did she say? She hated it. <laughs> Like a normal human being. Do you know why I gave, I put that in the pack? Because you had so much of it. Yeah, I want to get rid of it. <laughs> I'm trying to like pawn it. I'm going to bring it and give it to my students. If they like, if they're really annoying yeah. me that day, I'll make them drink it. <laughs> drink this. Yeah. And Andrea, if you're listening, uh, you're wrong. Bundaberg is awful. Yeah. What's your problem? I don't even know you. <laughs> I don't even have to know you. The people of this podcast don't have to know you, Andrea. But we know who you are. No, nope. uh, fraud. But Andrea is the one who asked us to come and present at her summer camp. Oh yeah. So, so we got to be kind of nice. Oh, to her. sorry, Andrea, but it's strictly business. <laughs> Nothing. No, it is pretty. Per- I'm going to say it's personal. It is slightly personal here. <laughs> Maybe she just hasn't had the right root beer. Yeah. Heck, you know what? Maybe she'll like this private selection creamy ginger root beer. Perhaps. <laughs> We should just give it, bring it to her to work on Monday. <laughs> All right. All right. Well, excited to put some more stuff out there. Uh, we're going to start doing some interviews, folks, with uh, other root beer minds in the world. So stay tuned. I am hoping I can glean some knowledge on how to not continuously screw up making root beer from scratch. So let's hope. Yeah, I'm hoping that too, man. I'm just <laughs> kidding. <laughs> No, I, I, love, I know it's bad. <laughs> I love no, I love the creative process. That's me. Yeah, I'm a, that, that's I'm the a fun musician. Bit. Yeah, uh, it's not failure until you quit. That's and, right. Uh, but sometimes you do make mistakes. <laughs> yeah, no, so, they're creative mistakes. We are yeah. artists. Yeah, that is how it works. I'm excited about that. All right, all right, and with that, right. you can finally go to bed. All right, I will 
gladly take you up on that. Thank you so much, everybody, for listening. Yeah. My name's Dave. And I'm Matt. And we are Rip Your Radio. Two brothers set out on a lifelong quest to brew some root beer and discuss all the controversial topics that plague the root beer community. We're talking root beer radio. Guys who love Rudd Beer Radio, a podcast about Rudd Beer Radio. Yeah, it's all about Rudd Beer Radio. Now let's talk about Rudd Beer. Detroit versus everybody.